Coming to you live from a less than shanty north side apartment, this is the Sons of Hanarchy podcast with your co-hosts, Hot Take Tommy and Drunk Shy Sox fan. On this episode, we interview a couple of my old high school buddies uh, to talk about the AL and NL playoff pictures and how the White Sox will hopefully fit into that in the future. All this brought to you by... Just us. So, at the beginning of the season, we had a couple episodes where we did a fun little game that we haven't done in a long time. Little, little oves and uns. Oves and uns. Over, under, right? And I also did a twist on that over under one week and played hot take, not take, because we got hot take Tommy across the table from me here. So shall we start with some baseball related things, right? Wait, what else are we going to be talking about tonight? Well, (laughs) let's just be honest. This list uh, of overs and unders or hot takes and not takes, there are also some non-related baseball things or some... Fair, fair. Non-2019 related things. So here we go. Correct, and uh, I have a correct and wrong board here, right? For Hot Take Tommy, correct and wrong board on hot takes, not takes. Overs and unders. Overs and unders, right? I'll start on a positive note for you. You gave Lucas Giolito a lot more credit at the beginning of the season than I did. I did. I looked at the advanced statistics. I said, there's no way this guy's going to get it together. He's he's screwed. And And I I also wasn't super optimistic about him. But look, like, you basically said he was not going to be in. (laughs) I said he'd be the the number five. I said he'd be the number five in the starting rotation in 2020. And he's going to be your opening day starter next season. So by far, easily. Um, I'm going to go back and revisit the wrong on Carlos Rodon. Uh, I know your injury and you're pissed off. You predicted this guy was going to have a 3-2 ERA, though, and he ended his time, and I know you bring up the the injury. The bet that we took was 3-5. was the bet that we agreed (laughs) on. Uh, Every little point counts. But, yes, you're right. He didn't have anywhere close to that. He had like 5-4 or or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Mm, we don't have to get into it because we got into it last podcast. But you know what? <laughs> the man is gonna come back, and I really, I really think he's gonna pitch well enough to make the starting rotation next year. Okay. I really do. Okay. June of next year, all you haters, get in the back seat, yo. All if you, right, if all you right. guys all try oh to get God. on the bandwagon when he I need a minute. pitching well next year in June, I'm gonna need a minute. That's all I gotta say. Uh, I'm taking a minute right now, so let's uh, let's start with Reynaldo Lopez as well. We did a, we did a fun Reynaldo Lopez breakdown. I listened, I listened to myself like hype up Reynaldo Lopez, and I was like, uh oh. Two thirds <laughs> quality starts. Uh, wrong on that one. Um, I don't have the K nine or the home run stats looked up at the moment. I, told, I said he would I'll be give an that ace. a second. Said he'd be you age. said he'd be a one or a two going into next season. He had such easily. a promising September last year. Yeah. He really did. It's true. It's true. Uh, 
You also said that the White Sox would go about above 500 in the AL Central. Um, we'll have to look that one up. 38 and 37. 38 and 37. You know that for sure. Okay. Give me a point. Uh, yeah, I, I listened to the uh, White Sox top podcast. Uh, end of the season White Sox talk podcast. 38 and 37 against yeah. the AL Central. So you edged that one out. We also, it's really that being funny. said, we had a losing record to the uh, Royals. Yes, we did. But we had a winning record against the Indians. Uh, and the Tigers. And the Tigers. And it was pretty even against the Twins. It was it actually pretty even against the Twins? Wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, it was pretty even against the Twins. Fascinating. Because you got to think we had that shutout of the tw- the nine game nine inning shutout that Giolito twirled uh, in Minnesota, and we had a couple games that we won here. We we did get swept, I think, actually once, which really mm-hmm. put us under. Um, but yeah, every other every other series was pretty close. Okay. Um, there are some of these that are still tentative, like Ricky Renteria playoff wins, um, <laughs> but there and some debatable ones like Daniel Palka being more entertaining than Yolmer Sanchez. Um, no, because he, we no, didn't get to see he, enough of that this hold year. Hold on, hold on. What did I say? You said that Yolmer Sanchez brought more, I don't know, excitement to the team. Than he is a potential Gold Glove winner. Low key, hashtag Gold Glove for Yomer. And you're trying to say, do you, do you remember that play that we were? Uh, it was when we lost eleven to zero to the Indians, but it was Yomer uh, at second, picking it and popping it over to Anderson, mid like they were both running and like trying to feel the ball, and then he threw it out for the out at first. No double play involved, but he he glove through it after fielding it. To Anderson, who barehanded and threw it, that was that was the play of the century, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> is defense is amazing. Lost. So, all right, so back to our over under port, right? Um, but no, what I'm trying to say though, getting getting to that point though, I stand by it, saying that Yomer is more entertaining than Daniel Palka, and look at look at the freaking stats. You want me to give you that one? I want you to give me that one because All right. I am always correct. I'll give you that one. one. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Daniel Polka. Um, now, is what's going I'll on. follow up with one that could is undebatable, but it's unbaseball related, but White Sox Twitter related. You did predict at the beginning of the year that White Sox Dave would not be the um, 108 tourney winner. Yeah. And he was the 108 tourney winner. Um, so, this dude's still toxic. Yeah, well, that's for another discussion, right? So, hot dogs. You said I'd eat more than six hot dogs in a game. You were right about that one. Of course I was. You were right about that one, as well as... I know your stomach. As well as, you were right about, unless I miscounted at the game that we tailgated at together, you did not have seven beers in a tailgate. That's correct. You had under seven beers in a tailgate. You were right about that. tailgated twice? I think I tailgated twice. It was once with you and once with... uh, um, anyway, but they were short. They were short-lived tailgates, and I am such a lightweight. I'm yes, you me. are. I'm feeling it. I've had two drinks. Lightweight Tom. Um, noon Twitter name. Lightweight Tom. Um, <laughs> now, uh, you were wrong about me spilling more than three beers on the red line this year or any train. 
I spilled once on the brown line this year. Hey, but you're but that was consistent, it. though. That's, that's right. That's good. Once a year. That's right. Once a season, I should say. Um, you were also wrong on the fact that we were going to attend. F- Go cross with it. Today. True. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here. I'll fix that up. This man doesn't know how to do a tally. So, you were also wrong on the fact that we would go to more than five games together this year. What? Wait. We went to, I think, four. We would have made it if we could have gotten our asses in gear <laughs> and made it to the south side. I was begging you to go to a game with and That would have been five. That would have been five. But you said over on five. Can't give it to you ah, on that right, one. Okay. Right, right. You were right as well, though, on people complaining about our swearing. <laughs> um, you said over two. Uh, there was one that we got at the beginning of the season when like we first recorded that podcast we counted that one i got one from my dad later on saying like yo i can't show this podcast to your grandma if you're gonna be swearing like this it's like i don't care and then um we got missed uh we're gonna have his son on the air but greg ferrucci <laughs> got on uh, and was listening to the podcast with ryan one day and he was like, yo, chill on your podcast. Sent me a Facebook message That's saying, yo, chill on your podcast. Funny. That's very funny. Um, so back to our, our list that here. That doesn't even count both of my parents. So. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many you got. So A lot. Um, <laughs> the next one is you said over 76 wins. In- yeah. Incorrect on that one. Not, I was hyped. Not quite. You got me at a weak point, man. I was so hyped for the season. But I again, like were. I was saying earlier, Rodon's healthy. Yonder pl- produces even just the numbers that he had the year prior. And Anderson's healthy the whole year. Eloy's healthy the whole year. Look, you got you got 76 wins right there. I think we got 72 wins. Tiptoe on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on. You said over. Sorry, distracted. Uh, yep. The Nats, Nats are finally dinger. on the board. There you go. We're watching the NL wildcard game as we as we record because we're baseball true. fans. And we're going to talk about the NL playoff picture as well as the NL AL playoff picture in a little bit. You just wait, folks. So, uh, walk-offs. You said over one walk-off this year, and we saw one walk-off together. That's true. Only one. So, you were incorrect about that one. Can we just give me the pushes? That's bogus. I'm yeah. sorry. That's how betting goes. You play over, you play under. Um, blogs. You well, said you'd write under four. four. You are very correct about that one. <laughs> did you write two? Yeah. You wrote two. Uh, yeah, two. I did write two. Two. I almost wrote three. Three. Because of the Father's Day one that you never finished, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got the recording on that. We should drop that recording, though, because, um, me and my dad had a good chat. It was, it was, it was a lot of You really should. Next Father's Day, right? Yes. Um, uh, going back to my list here. Um, you predicted that Rinaldo Lopez, I'm going to go back to the list. You said under 8K9, which you were wrong about. He is 8.3K per nine this year. But you were right on his home runs. He had 1.7 home runs per nine this year. That's incredibly stupid. You said over 1.5. I'm the best. That is crazy stupid high. I'm the best. Oh, my God. Um, I know everything. Yeah, the rest are just opinion. Oh, there's one more. Actually, there's. I'm tied. 
I'm I'm always right, basically. So there are some opinion ones here. Burley, best pitcher to wear a Sox jersey. You're still wrong about that, but that's fine. That's stupid. I'm always right <laughs> about everything. Um, there are two more that we have not addressed, which will keep this a tie. The one you were correct about is my boycott of no beer sales. Yeah, you. Uh, I did it. You did do it. I went the entire year. Not even liquor sale. You, you honestly, when you put your mind to something. Thank you, Fast Check. Thank you very much. When you put your mind to something, it's very hard to change your mind. I know because I always try to change your mind. That's fair. <laughs> um, but you were incorrect about Harper. Uh, I'm just going to write it off right now. Harper or Machado having, being MVP this year. Neither of them will be MVP hey, at the end of the season. Yet. The votes aren't in. You want to put a bet on it? No. Okay. <laughs> so we've got even. Nine correct, nine wrong on these over-unders. All I got to say is... This is impressive. You round up from 500 to one. I'm never wrong. Let's just say your your win-loss percentage is much better than the White Sox this year. Did you Congratulations. What's going on, Adam? I haven't—I literally haven't heard your voice in too long, my man's. Yeah, I know it's been what, like three years now. Yeah, it's just a I stupid we... long time. It's stupid. Hey, why yeah, don't no, you come it's... to Chicago? I've been in Chicago. We come and see Steve. I mean, not very often, but often enough. I mean, Steve's keeping you a secret from me, go, man. Anytime we have to go pick anyone up from the airport, if it's early enough, we'll come in and see Steve if he's available. That's so. true. If Wait, I'm gonna, you if guys I'm don't have people riding into the Rockford Executive Airport? What's, what's going on? <laughs> Rock- executive? executive? Isn't that what it's called? I don't even know. <laughs> it's like UPS and all the people that are like, uh, too lazy to yeah, leave the 815. It's it's all, the, it's all the UPS planes that are flying into our airport, man. <laughs> that, that is true. That's what RFD is for. But, uh, Adam, thanks for joining us, man. Um, haven't seen you in a couple months. Last time I saw you, I was uh, drunk slash hungover Oh, wow. Shit. How did I guess that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was he, in the middle of it. He's drunk out of his mind. We had to wake him up from his apartment because he was dead asleep. <laughs> When he told told us to stop by his apartment before we had to go pick up one of our buddies from the airport. Yep. Sounds about right. That is accurate. It's very accurate. Good thing I heard you guys from out the window. Good thing the first floor apartment. So That sounds like Steve. If nothing else is Steve, that is. (laughs) Yelling through the the first floor apartment window, get the hell up, you drunk motherfucker. All right. Well. (laughs) Let's save drunk Steve stories for the end. You're right, you're right. I'm going to have Adam share his favorite drunk Steve story at the end. Um, mm. Adam, I already know mm-hmm. which one it is. So Yeah, it's the one when we were all at Ryan's house, but we'll get into that later. We're peeking on it. So first and foremost, I, I got to ask, you know, you're, you're a huge Yankees fan, and, and Tommy's going to follow up with that in a second. Right. But how – I got to ask you, as somebody who's been watching the Twins all year – and you got this opponent coming up for the Yankees in mm-hmm. a series. How sustainable do you think the Twins' offensive success is? Because I, I don't think it is. Well, I mean, you can say that it's not sustainable, but, I mean, they did hit the most home runs in the league right. by one. Mm-hmm. 
not mistaken, it was 306 to 305. They beat my Yankees out on the last day of the year. <laughs> I mean, if you want to really look at it, though, as a team, they were the fourth best offensive team in the league by offensive war at 31. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, when it comes to the postseason, you see the best of the best at right. any point in time. And it's not going to be the likes for, for when the Yankees trot out. It's not going to be the likes of Jay Happ or CeCe Sabathia facing that lineup. It's going to be the likes of James Paxton and Luis Severino and Masahiro Tanaka and the full bullpen that they have available to them. Hmm. I don't think that we're going to see a 11-9 to game like we did earlier between the Yankees and the Twins. Mm-hmm. The offensive success for the Twins is going to come down to can they get the timely hits and are they going to be able to hit the long ball system? And is it going to be able to be at the right time for them? Um, hmm. Because, to be honest, the Yankees pitching is a little lackluster, but when they get into that bullpen, they're the best in the league for a reason. So we'll have to see what they can do against them. Interesting. Interesting. So would you think that next year Twins are going to be league-leading dingers kind of guys, or would you say that, this year they're dangerous, but next year you're not worried about them. I wouldn't say I won't be worried about them because I got some young, some young good players. You know, Max Kepler's young; he's good. Jorge Polanco's good. Absolutely. Sano looks like he may have, you know, bounced back from his ugly year last year. Right. Uh, I don't really. I mean, Mitch Garver is one of the ones where is he for real or is this a one-year blip? And then. Uh, finally, when is Nelson Cruz going to fall off the face of the planet? When like, he is that dies, gonna happen or <laughs> or no? Because like he's what thirty nine and still hitting exactly. forty home runs. Like I don't really think that they're going to be this offensive juggernaut like they were this year. But I don't think that they're also going to just turn into this last place team, right? Like a lot of people are suspecting because. It's not even just that. Their pitching is pretty solid, too, with Berrios if they want to re-sign Odorizzi. I mean, they got some guys. But, yeah, I don't think that they're – I don't want to say that they're not going to win the AL Central, but I still think it's up to the Indians, and this might be just a blip on the radar for the Twins. So let's break down this AL series because that's that or this AL yes. playoff picture. This is that's important. why we we want you on here and we want to talk to you about this. So obviously on the topic of the Yankees, on the topic of the Twins, how do you see this series unfolding? What what do you see happening? Um, who has the edge? Let's first start off with who has the edge in pitching versus who has the edge on offense in your opinion. Specifically, let's start with starting pitching edge and then move into bullpen edge. Um, the starting pitching edge, honestly, with it being the postseason, you have to take it with a grain because you're not going to see the only guys that are going to go deep into games are your big time starters, your Max Scherzers, your yep. Walker Buehlers, yep. your Justin Verlanders, your Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. With that, your starting pitching basically needs to get you through four innings. And if I'm doing that, I'm going to go with the flamethrowers that the Yankees have. They're gonna throw. They're gonna throw Severino and Paxton at him for four innings, and then they're gonna turn to the bullpen unless they're unless they're cruising. Then they'll get him a fifth, and the first sign of trouble, they'll go to the bullpen. That's mm-hmm. why starting pitching edge is kind of tough to, you know, judge because it really does 
in the postseason turn into a bullpen game. Yeah. Every game turns into a bullpen game. And I, LOL, LOL you said judge. That, if you're going to do that, you have to give the edge to New York because they have built the best bullpen in baseball. No, absolutely. They and bought I think the best where, bullpen in baseball. Well, but. it doesn't matter. I mean, that's <laughs> what, and that's how they built their team, you know? Like, I mean – that's the I, we're White Sox fans over here, and we got an owner that's cheap as shit and doesn't yeah. want to go out and buy pieces. Like yeah. at least the Yankees have historically been known to you know tap the market. And I think when I think about pitching, like that's exactly what comes to mind. Is I mean, the the Twins are gonna need their starters to give them six at least six solid innings because that bullpen is uh, dicey extremely extremely dicey and we've seen that throughout yeah. the regular season yeah um so yeah i totally give that edge to new york yeah i mean if you're gonna look at it from a traditional standpoint then i mean you're gonna have to look barrios is gonna start game one and new york hasn't announced who they're gonna start in game one mm-hmm. i would guess wow. it's gonna be paxton but i would still give barrios the edge there yeah but other than that severino is in my opinion, a top 10 pitcher in baseball when healthy. He wasn't healthy all year until the very end of the season. But whoever he's going to, even I think it's going to be Odorizzi for the Twins in game two. I'll still give the edge to Severino there. And we've seen the history of Tanaka in the postseason. He's been very, very, very good in the postseason. I'll give him the, the edge over who are they going to trot out there in game three? <laughs> Kyle Gibson, maybe? Like, yeah, most I don't likely. Think Pineda's out for the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's most likely going to be Kyle Gibson. Like, yeah, I'll give Tanaka the edge there, too. So, yeah, they have the edge. If Berrios is on the mound, I'm going to give them the edge. But other than that, it's going to be New York. Right. What's tough is that New York really does have a – with – Severino, and if he does pitch well, which he did not in what was it, the wild card game last year, I think it was, or was it the first game of the ALDS two years ago? Wild card game against the Twins, they jumped out to a three nothing lead, right? Right, Severino got one out and then was taken out, and then Mm -hmm. Didi Gregorius bailed him out and hit a three run homer in the bottom of the first that jackass anyway but um I, I, i'm sorry uh, why the fuck are you rooting against the twins seriously <laughs> no, 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 rooting for the twins i i i mr westendorf sir i do need to be clear i don't like the yankees i think i don't know if that was clear against or not the division foe but here's the well, deal like oh i'm i i have tried here. to be cringing. totally unbiased against the yankees and i just can't i just it's something about the 27 world series that i'm like just calm down get away like i don't need you in my life kind of a thing but yeah i just like i the yankees man i'm never gonna cheer for them even even when they're playing the Twinkies, who I do not like. Even the only team I will cheer for the Yankees when they're playing against is the Tigers. I swear. I swear. I mean, that's fair. That's pretty common among all <laughs> baseball fans that they hate the Yankees because they win. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and this is the thing. Like, I, I think about this often. It's like, well, when will the White Sox be that team? Probably yeah. never. Probably I'm, I'm never. That's with you when when Jerry Brinsdorf 
gets out of the away. picture. Yeah, when he dies. <laughs> um, I'll just be honest here. So moving into offense, because yes. I think that's yeah, the real question in this series, because you've got two teams that are, I think are going to slug just it out. the highest I mean, caliber if, offense. If it's going to be a really exciting series because of the runs that will be put up on the board. Right, if we're thinking about the caliber of these two offenses and what they've done over the regular season, I mean – Thinking about hot streaks, thinking about you know, the talent that's on each side. What are you looking for? What really sticks out to you? What really sticks out is going to be how are the injured Yankees going to perform? Fair. Edwin Encarnacion is coming back from an injury that he sustained three weeks ago. Same with Gary Sanchez coming back from an injury. Giancarlo Stanton's been on the DL, or, or well, excuse me, IL all year (laughs) so we're gonna have to see are they up to the challenge of the bright lights i mean it's tough you haven't seen regular at bats in three weeks stanton has finally been back for about two weeks now gary played in the last in the last series against texas he got like four or five ab's and they sat him down and edwin's been taking simulated ab's Glaber's mm. been banged up down the stretch. I mean, it's going to be tough to see if their bats are going to be locked in. Mm. And as for the Twins, I just think they have to keep doing what they're doing. They they are a team that they don't really like to sit around and wait. They like to jump on a good pitch that they see as right. early in the count as possible, right. which for me, I really like that. But it's going to be interesting because that can also bite you. Because if you're amped, if you're amped up early, you're gonna swing at some bad pitches, maybe pound some stuff in the ground for a double play here or there. It'll be interesting to watch. I don't know. I'm I'm sitting here. I have Fangraphs pulled up right now just to look at like comparing the offenses together. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. Yankees team average over the year 267. The Twins 270. Yankees OBP 339. Twins 338. Slugging for the Yankees, 490 for the Twins, 494. Like, wow. they're very similar. They they hit 307 home runs to 306. Like They might as well be the same friggin' team. I think team. this will be a very, very high-scoring series. So I don't really think the pitching matters. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to no, be fair. who has the last at bat and who's going who's gonna to hit, hit more home runs, basically, because that's what the game has turned into. Fair. Yeah. Well, 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 let me put it to you this way. Of your three starters that you know are going to go, who would you think is most likely to get shelled? Paxton, Tanaka, or Severino? I'm going to go with Severino. Mm. Just because he is banged up. Yeah. Or Well, he's not banged up anymore. I can't say that. But he was hurt all year with a lat issue, and... How how is he what I'm really gonna go off of is how is he gonna be able to contain his adrenaline and his nerves because we've seen him in a big spot in the postseason before and he really, really, really struggled. Mm-hmm. And also he was a young kid. A lot of people forget this. In game six against the Astros two years ago, he forgot what time the game started. That's a young player. What? It's a fault of a young player. He forgot what time the game started, so he got out to the bullpen late and started warming up late and struggled in that game. So I just want to know, is he going to be completely locked in to his start in the postseason? 
Huh. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a fair assessment, especially considering the history. So moving into, you know, predictions, I, I trying to take bias out of it too, because obviously you've got some fandom. Um, Yankees in four, Yankees in five. How, how you seeing this playing Twins out? Twins in five. <laughs> I have I'm going to have New York in four. I think the Twins mm-hmm. will be able to take one of the games at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, you know, when when is actually the last time the Twins had a home postseason game? Damn. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I can't. But that Never. crowd will be <laughs> It'll It would be at the Metrodome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That crowd, that crowd will be amped for that game at Target Field in game three. So I really think that they can steal that one, but then – New York will show that it has it. It proves its dominance again, and they take the series in four. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to but, it, the Yankees just throw harder, right? Well, they throw harder. They strike more people out. That's a big thing for them. And yeah. if you want to go back and look at all the history between the Yankees and the Twins, the Yankees have absolutely <laughs> owned the Twins. Absolutely, the it's been complete dominance. So yeah. I would dating yeah. back even almost almost two decades. I mean. 15 plus years. Yeah. Like when, when uh, Francisco Liriano was a rookie and they had Johan Santana. Yep. Everyone was like, Oh, this is the year the Yankees swept them in three. Right. Like <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is, but may, maybe it's a different this year. Maybe it is, but I don't know what it is, but they just dominate the twins anytime they see them in the postseason. For sure. I think the, both of these teams, though, especially the Twins, but both of these teams are way more offensively talented and minded. Um, so I think I think your assessment of, of at least four games is definitely true. I definitely don't see a sweep happening. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I, I really can't, especially if, like, bullpen ERA is up. So, you know, all, across the league, it's up. So they're going to score runs. It's not like the bullpen is going to come in in the fifth or the sixth inning for the Yankees and just completely shut them down. You know, the twins are a good team. They're here for a reason. They're going to score runs. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the offense is just looking at the OPS numbers. I think they've got nine, like uh, of the guys that they throw out there every day, they've got eight guys that are all OPS over a hundred, or I think it might even be all nine guys. So it's going to keep the int- uh, the series interesting, and I can see one game where the offense busts out on, you know, maybe a Severino or maybe Tanaka having a rough start. Um, so, yeah, all that being said, um, moving on, moving on, because obviously there are other teams that are playing in, in the AL, including um, who I think is the favorite to come out of the AL, Houston Astros. Um Astros versus either uh, – I mean, who, who do you think is going to be playing the Astros come a few days from now? I think it's going to be uh, Oakland. They they hit the ball better, and they can pitch just as well as the Rays, and Oakland is the best defensive team by advanced metrics in baseball. So that speaks highly to me of – you know, and they have home field, so I really think that it's just going to be Oakland, and they'll match up with the Astros and get swept. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's when we're when Dang. we're talking about the Astros, the Astros are the best team in baseball by far. 
when it comes like, now, yeah, do you say that from like a talent standpoint, or do you say that from like an experience standpoint? What What do you think makes them the best team? Uh, in baseball? I'm saying it from a talent standpoint, an experience standpoint, and a and an advanced metric standpoint. Dang. They they as a yeah. team on offense have a six higher WAR than the Dodgers, who are in second place. Yeah, that is completely insane. Their offensive WAR is a hundred and ninety four points higher than anyone else in baseball. That's so stupid. That's, that's, that's insane. completely insane to me. They they are the favorite, and they should come out of the AL. Like I'll I'll, I'll spoil it for you. Uh, the Astros <laughs> are I picked to go to the World Series. Like I'll spoil it, but they're they're just insane. Like there isn't a weak spot in their lineup. Their young guys produce. Even their old guys like Josh Reddick produce. Like they're just they're good. Like that's all I can give you. Right. Absolutely. I mean, now that you I mean you think the you know the Astros are going to sweep, you know, either Oakland or Tampa Bay, whoever you think they're going to play. Tampa Bay, baby. Now, who? Uh, I mean, how do you think the Yankees? As a fan of the Yankees, and you saying that the Astros are the favorite coming out, you think they're going to come out of it. How do you think the Yankees match up with the Astros? Do you think that's going to be a good series to watch, or are you worried that Houston's starting pitching and their offensive prowess is just going to, you know, roll over them? Well, the thing with the the Yankees and the Astros is I don't think that they're they're far off from each other, but not as like far as I made it seem with their advanced metrics, mm-hmm. because the way to get to the Astros pitching is to hit home runs. Verlander gives up a ton of home runs. Cole struggles with the long ball in the postseason. Zach Grinke isn't, you know, really proven in the postseason. He's really struggled in the postseason. So the Yankees are going to match up home run-wise. It's more going to be, are they going to be able to put guys on to hit two-run, three-run homers, and are they going to be able to shut down their offense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. That's the huge question, I think, in my in my mind is – They've only got three starting pitchers. When it goes to a seven-game series, is it really going to be? Is it going to be fair? You know. Well, and I'm more interested in seeing what the Yankees want to do in a seven-game series if they get there. I'm predicting that they make it past the Twins, but obviously we don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. But in a seven-game series, I'm more interested in: Are they going to stretch the starters out? in games one, two, and three, and go with an opener in game four. Hmm. Okay. Are they going to go strictly all bullpen in game four, you know, sort of thing. But if they do that, you have to line up somebody to start game seven. So it's a little more difficult when you're thinking of it about thinking of it like that, because if you start Paxton, Tanaka, Severino, one, two, three, they're really not lined up to start game seven because Paxton then will start game five. Unless you're going to go with an opener in game six again, it's kind of tough to do that strategy unless you split up the starters somehow. Mm-hmm. My now, thought... the Astros don't have that problem. They'll just throw out four starters and be <laughs> be cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, when, I mean, when you're that – that loaded and you're starting pitching. I mean, you you really don't have that problem going one, two, three, four. They have the two AL Cy Young Award winners like neck and neck as they're one and two. It's it's literally unfair. 
Oh yeah, and and good by the Astros. I mean, mm-hmm. they took they took a guy that wasn't wanted from Detroit three years ago, and he revitalized his career, and he's pitching like Justin Verlander again. And Garrett Cole is finally pitching like the guy who everyone thought he was going to be in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Good on them. Yeah. I think that they might be cheating a little bit, but you know, hey, that might just be my <laughs> hey, inky. A little steroids, out. a little steroids <laughs> never hurt anybody. You know, it is what yeah, it is, right? Fun. So let me be honest here, Adam. Whoever comes out of the AL, whether it's the Yankees, whether I mean, one thing that I feel like I've seen in at least like in the last five years when it comes to who's winning the World Series, I mean, I'm thinking like whoever comes out of the AL seems to be the stronger team. I mean, would you predict that the winner, even if it's the Yankees, if it's the Astros, uh, I don't know, barring some miracle that they don't know the Twins starting pitching pitches you somehow know, makes it lights yeah. out, um, and the bullpen pitches better than they have. Like if it's the Twins, do you think whoever wins the World Series comes out of the AL, or do you think it's all? It all depends. I I really think that if the winner from the AL, if the winner from the World Series is going to come from the AL, it's going to be the Astros or the Yankees. Mm-hmm. If the Twins somehow sneak there or the A's or the Rays somehow sneak past everyone and get there, I really think you have to give the, in my opinion, the Dodgers. I mean, I really think that the Dodgers are going to just walk to the World Series out of the NL. Mm, and No brave love. Okay. I don't know, man. The, the Dodgers are insanely good, too. Just looking at all their stuff, their, their metrics are far and away better than, like, every other NL team. Mm-hmm. But... Jansen seems it, a little suspect to me. If it's Astros-Yankees out of the AL, I think you have to give them the favor over the Dodgers or anyone that comes out of the NL for that matter. Fair enough. I mean, I would I would agree with that. Um, I love... I love that you think the Dodgers are – I mean, I love that you brought that up, Tommy, that the Dodgers are going to kind of, like, walk their way through. Um, and, I mean, this is this will be a question for Ryan, too. But thinking about how an NL team matches up with uh, – another NL team matches up with the Dodgers. I mean, thinking about the Braves. I mean, do you think they don't really stand a chance? I just don't think their pitching is good enough. Yeah, it's fair. Like, fair. Like – I'm just looking at it right now, just quick looking. I haven't done a deep dive or anything like that. But the Braves have a worse pitching war than the Brewers. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that the Brewers can't pitch, except for Josh Hader. <laughs> fair. Right? Right. Totally fair. Like, the Braves are just ahead of the Chicago White Sox. Okay, but the Sox are pretty good. So, <laughs> so like, like that's, that's true. Okay, okay, I won't even use the White Sox. They're two spots ahead of the Detroit Tigers. Dear yeah. Lord, there you baby go. Jesus, they suck like, at pitching. That, my, yeah. my point, my point of is, is their pitching going to be able to hold up? I mean, I know that you can look at all the things of Dallas Keuchel down the stretch has been really, really, really good, but is that a blip? I would, I would think so because, dude, the Dodgers, they're just so deep. Everyone in their lineup hits. They have rookies that can come off the bench and hit. They're starting catchers a rookie, and he's really good. Like, I just don't see how anyone can match up with the Dodgers.
Well, I love that. So I think it's time to pass it over to Farooq. Adam, first and foremost, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for talking to us through the AL and, and then dabbling a little bit in the NL. Seriously. I've already got Ryan blowing up my goddamn phone yeah. saying, Tommy, bullpen as a whole is I up. Just, I'm ERA excited up to hear. 0.5 runs from last year. Is that too advanced? I, ERA. Is I, ERA too advanced <laughs> for you, Hot I Take just Tommy? cannot wait so, to have Ferrucci just Adam, screaming thank in you my so much. ear. Um, are you on Skype? Can you just pass it right over to Ryan? Uh, yeah, actually, we're both here. So honestly, if you want to continue Fuck it. asking Let's do it. of us questions, clean end, handoff. Let's please. let's fucking do it. So Farooch, I'm glad you're Boy, here. How we doing? Did how East do? did East win? So I was at the game. Oh. Um, they went to overtime. Two ten minute halves. Neither team scored. PK all five shots tied three to three. Six PK East lost. So heartbreaker. Bro, that sucks. I'm so sorry for your pops. Um, yeah. Dad was kneeling, giving his best Tebow impression out there on the sidelines during the season. Pull it through. Shout outs to Greg. He actually got a shout out earlier on this podcast. Hold (laughs) on. This is the most Rockford bias podcast I've ever been in. Can you please explain what the hell you're talking about? (laughs) Soccer. What? High school soccer. High school soccer. That's all. That's all, brother. Explain a little bit more. We don't. About high school soccer? About your dad and the connection. Um, well, just my dad. He's a girls, girl, uh, head varsity boys coach at East High School. It's a soccer program. They're actually undefeated in conference. Lost their first conference game today to another undefeated team. Um, Low key brag. Yeah, I mean that's good, all right. Good Hype up, Greg. He, he started from the bottom and he got coach of the uh, area last year. Coach of the region. See. So. He's doing well. He's, I, is he, he would say, and I would say, he's getting some players now. So See, that I, that definitely helps. There we go. But you know what? My dad's definitely a good guy, and he does he does well with the kids. I am okay. I am here to hype up Greg Ferrucci all day. I'm gonna start swearing on the podcast less, just for him, <laughs> just for him. So right, we obviously well, broke down before well, we what, get what do you there. Want to talk about now? Uh, Rockford might as well be like North Dakota to me, so uh, I don't even know Jesus why Christ. we're talking about this I'll anyway. Hey, that's fine. Rockford doesn't need to be relevant to the people outside. People outside of Rockford, then no, no, no problem with me. Eight one five represent, right? I love it. You're <laughs> you're you're tried and true. I left. So hey, but I'm I'm here to all talk about baseball. Let's not go to talk about it anyway. I'm not let's here to rep Rockford. Let's that's go. That's true. I'm not to shame my name before I start. So since we are in Chicago, and since we are what three blocks away from Wrigley, four blocks away from Wrigley, three blocks, three blocks, three blocks away from Wrigley. Uh, I do have to start off on this, Rye. So I posted something on White Sox Twitter, on White Sox Reddit, um, and I asked the question, would you rather be in the Cubs position or the Sox position right now? Wait, you actually posted that? Yes. I I posted that. I thought you just, I thought you screenshotted it from Reddit. So you were the one that came up with it. I posted it because I wanted to see how stupid White Sox fans were, but I want to hear your answer. that's fair. That's fair. As long as you would rather be a Cubs fan right now, or you would rather be in the Cubs position, I'm yeah. saying not Cubs fan. You'd rather be in the Cubs position, then then you're okay. But I, I mean, listen, you, you want to get excited about prospects? Trust me, I've been there. It's a great time. It's fun. It really is. Dreaming. Oh God, going to bed every night dreaming of what could be. I don't. You want to no. say they don't have leverage? I think that's shit. No. We've won a couple, so I, I think it is fair to say we'd rather. It's still rather be a Cubs fan right now than a White Sox fan. Right. Uh, I mean, yes. I. To win within a certain window at least once. Like, we act, I think, as baseball fans, like it's difficult or that it's easy. 
yeah. it's not difficult to win a World Series. Like, it, like it just like comes naturally uh, through a rebuild or through tearing something down and trying to build it back up. Right. So, as a White Sox fan currently, like I would rather have witnessed a World Series at age twenty than at you know age ten. You know. Yeah. That's part of it. Uh, or it was twenty one actually, but. It, which would have been even better because yes. I would have been able to legally drink. Um, <laughs> but um, like, with that being said, if the too, White Sox were in this World Series and you were 20, like you would not have been drinking. Get out of town. But <laughs> that too. Do you think I, it's. I so so then would you agree, though, that it's more disappointing to be a Cubs fan right now? Um, definitely. I, I would say so. I mean, after some of the things we've seen this year, you've seen progression from Makata, you've seen progression from. Uh, Tim Anderson, I think the biggest one and the most important one right now, you've seen progression from Lucas Giolito after being one of the worst pitchers last year, if not the worst pitcher, to a bona fide maybe top 10, top, 10, top 15 starter. Ooh. And that is awesome. That's awesome stuff right there. It really is. He's, he's, you've seen that ace material that you've always wanted to see. And I think that's got to be exciting and encouraging. Right now, your your Cub fan, I'm, I'm thinking of, i got to read on Twitter every day, well, is Chris Bryant going to be gone? Is Wilson Contreras going to be gone? No one's going to suggest Anthony Rizzo. But it's just that that sucks because, God, you know how much it would hurt my freaking heart to go to bed at night and Chris Bryant's not a Cub anymore? Like, you want to talk about getting attached to a player as a prospect? Oh, my goodness. A prospect, then a world championship, and then to have the city of Chicago who overrates every single fucking average player to all of a sudden (laughs) underrate a guy like Chris Bryant is just so stupid and aggravating to me that, yes, uh, it is very disappointing right now to be a Cubs fan. No doubt. No doubt. So... I honestly want to ask the question. Um, He's ballsy and, for this, and this is gonna be this is gonna be hard for you to hear. Um, but it, it's kind of like a two-parter. So go ahead. And I, I honestly, I feel for your emotions while I say this, but I just, I, I want to hear the rawest answer you have. Did the Cubs beat themselves, or are the Cards and the Brewers really better than the Cubs? Okay. Um. First off, I'm a, I'll just press it like this. Cardinals, legitimate. They're a good team. I think hmm. we're right there with them. I think maybe they, 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 they play better down the, down the stretch. They won the big series, that four-game series. They deserve it. Definitely. They, won they the swept division. that four games. If you, yeah, they got, they got that bona fide ace that we wish we had, that, that Darvish was that second half of the year, but the Flaherty was better. Like Jake Arrieta, 2015 good mm. and like outstanding. Cardinals, 100% deserve it. However, the Brewers... If we want to talk about the Brewers, I'll just go off. I They're going to win this wild card game. They're up 3-1, and they're going to bring in Josh Hader. Unless, is he pitched already? I haven't seen the game. No. So they're, going to make Josh Hader. they're going to win the wild card game. However, a plus three run differential on the year. You want to look at me and tell me run differential doesn't matter. Sure, whatever. I, I don't agree with you, but I don't think they're very good. They're what? 21-3, and three, the last 24? Yeah. Like, that is hot. It's stupid. That, they, were, they were a negative 30 run differential before that run, and now they're plus three. Yes, they got hot. They won when it mattered. That's yeah. great. They're in a wild card yeah. game. They could make a, a run in the playoffs. But I look at this lineup, and I just I don't think they're very. I don't think the lineup's all that great, especially missing that the Yelich that they've had and the Yelich that they've gotten. Oh my God! I so I would say no Cubs and beat themselves. Cardinals beat us, but that that sweep that we lost. We lost five games in a row, time by one run. I don't know if you know that. Yep. Uh, yep. Every game of the Cardinals in a four game series by one run. Yeah. And the Cardinals definitely deserve it. They outplayed us. It, but as for the Brewers, I don't think the Brewers are better than us. It, it just sucks the way it ended. But, no, I, I think we did get beat. I, I, I am man enough to admit that. Like, we, we, they were better. And we, we got injured at the wrong time. 
So mm-hmm. that's Dang. not an excuse, though. We got to we got to plug and play. We got a salary of two hundred some million. We got to be able to plug and play. For sure, for sure. And I that is that is tough, especially when you see your team spend that much money and and not being able to plug and play, like you say, um, they, with they the amount of pieces. Well, but they, they really did hit, didn't hit too bad. Like we called up our top prospect, he hit well, and it just it just wasn't enough. Like. I don't know, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez all getting hurt in a two-week span. That Man, that'll hurt anybody. I, we plug and played pretty well, like, and, but, yeah, just not good enough. No, for but sure. Before, I mean, imagine. we get into the whole NLAL thing, that, that thing I texted you the other day about uh, a trade. You want right. to bring that up now, later? Oh, you want to talk about that right I wanna, now? I want to ask Tommy. <laughs> hey, I, did, Tommy. I did bring it up. Of course you already did, but so, I, I want to ask. Re-ask it for him. Ask White Sox Nation, you guys, what you think about this, about about it. Go for it. Ask it, because Tommy may have hit forgotten. Me. Hit me. Okay, so Mookie Betts is on the trade deadline. He is, trade yes. block. I'm sorry, he's on the trade block. He is a top five player in all of baseball. We can agree on that. He has been the last three years. Mm-hmm. He's only got one year left on the deal. So Wait, I is it only one year left? It's, it's one year. It's one year. So I will preface it with this: if you are guaranteed to re-sign him. If you're not, it changes up. You're guaranteed to re-sign him. Do you trade Robert, Madrigal, and Kopech for Mookie Betts? Here's the deal, Ryan. Um, <laughs> if you're the Red Sox, you do not have that kind of leverage. Because they just... You've got Mookie, they've got Mookie Betts. You don't. So okay. I... <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You don't. No. You, have, you have unknown. You have a gift. What's in that gift? We don't know. But it's Mookie Betts, you know. Oh, God, you know. No, so hold I- on, hold on. Because you're standing as the Red Sox with, like, what were they, a 3,000-game losing season? Like, they suck next level. And here's the deal, though. Here's the real deal breaker is that you're in Boston. If you do not have a direction and you're a team in Boston, you will get shit on until you die, right? Like, you will fire everyone until you start rebuilding. That is Boston media. That is Boston media. That is Boston logic, 100%. So if you do not trade Mookie Betts this offseason, you will just get dumpstered uh, through the whole regular season. One of the best players in the MLB. But but Boston is all I have to say that. But Boston, right? It's uh, either championship or you lost so everything. You, you think that the White Sox could get bets for less than those oh, three players? Tommy, yes, Tommy. I think you can. You Quick inherit hit. that contract, and then you... Because everything that I'm hearing about Boston Media right now is that all they want to do is unload as much contract money as they can to free themselves up to sign um, free agents and uh, cheap players and start a rebuild. Like, literally, that's all I'm hearing. So if they want to sell Mookie Betts, they have to sell him now, and they have to sell him to whoever's willing to grab him, which, yeah, there's a lot of teams that are willing to grab him, but who has the capital that the White Sox have? I would say we could probably give up Basabe. Yes, he was injured, but Basabe um, and Madrigal and one other player that's, uh, let's say, Devers. Uh, you are Devers. off your fucking rock. I'm not, though. I'm not. But go ahead, Ryan. Well, here's the thing. All right, here's the thing. Um, as for, I'm gonna touch on a few things. As for the whole, the White Sox, the Red Sox are gonna get shit on. Let's go. Let's look at their win total and their placement. 2014, fifth, uh, 71 wins. 2015, 78 wins, fifth. 2016, first, 93 wins. 2017, 
first, 93 wins. 2018, first, 108 wins. And a World Series. So, as for not being able to turn, Lord knows next year they can, they can finish first. So, I don't want to hear that they are going to get shit on. Like, they're not bad. They're, there's no guarantee they're going to be bad next year. As, as for that. So, yes, they had a rough year, but 84 and 78, if that's your, like, oh, my God, down year, you're going to live. Just like the Cubs, 84 and 78 is screaming, holy cow, holy cow, we got to blow it up. Then you must be doing something right in your franchise. Okay? Secondly, um, as for no leverage, and like I said, they have Mookie bets you don't. You don't want to trade anything. Bet. See you later. Let's go somewhere else. That's our leverage. And I guarantee you there is a team willing to give it up. I've already talked th- thought about Wilson Contreras and then a top prospect of ours. That's three or four years of team control of a top five catcher in the MLB. No one so, cares you know about Say Wilson want, Contreras. The man is the worst you know, defensive. Ass. He has no defensive metrics to stand behind. He really doesn't. You hate metrics, so who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> one of the best offensive catchers in all of baseball, and I guarantee yeah. you that'll play. And some, you know what? There's this other thing I want to talk about too. Is this whole idea that we need to move Tim Anderson? Why not develop him as a shortstop, just like Mark A's doing Marcus Simeon? How about they can develop Wilson Contreras as a catcher, right? How about we we, we don't ever have the, we have this concept catching and shortstop is way different. Are. How about way you try to develop them? But development. So how about they try to develop Wilson? He's got the athleticism. We can all agree on that. He's got the arm. He's got the he's got the movement. So I think you could definitely develop him mm-hmm. as a receiver. His biggest problem is receiving. Yeah, I feel like true. that would be the easiest thing to work on. I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like that would be one of the easiest. I disagree because with with shortstop, I think it's reps. With catcher, I think it's brain. So if you you either have it or you don't. Uh, that's I mean. Agree, well, disagree, Wilson, agree, whatever. Let me ask you, what has Wilson Contreras done to prove to you that he doesn't have the quote-unquote brain to play catcher? I don't watch him every day, but at the same time, I all I know is that if you can't frame a pitch, like, how many catch, how many learn. pitches has he caught in his life? Something how does he not know how to frame a trait? Well, to be fair, framing isn't re- framing's relatively new, so coming up as a catcher, I don't think it was worked on as much as it is now. Okay. Framing is mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger. I think okay. we can all agree on that. That's very true. That's, it's the last three years. And I vividly remember Wilson a couple years ago saying he doesn't care about receiving. And people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you don't care about receiving? And that's when he kind of came out like last last year, year, like year and a half ago, like, okay, it's something I'm working on now. Theo touched on his presser. He's working on his framing. So – I, I really think that's something you've worked. Developing players, that's something that we don't talk about enough. Like, players can develop and get better. That is a genuine thing. So, I, I don't – like, that's a top five catcher in all baseball. That's some. That's a pretty decent piece to go to, to start. And I think the Cubs would do that or would be willing to do that. So, you not being able to part with a couple top prospects, I get it, but it doesn't – I don't know. That's a top five player in all baseball. There's your – he's better than Machado. He's better than Harper. But yeah. at the you same time – like, you got you got better. You're taking for granted that you will be able to sign him long term. Definitely, right? but that was that was kind of my that was part of my question. And he here's the here's the deal account. though. Again, with what we'd be giving up to get him, be a lot. It but here's the here's the thing. I don't know that it will be because how many people are willing to give up a ton for a one year rental with no guarantee at a resign? I'm trying to think. Let's see. Is there um. Is there a good example of like selling everything? Is there a one year rental we could think of? Well, how long Machado did didn't like, like nobody. Yeah, that was a half year rental with Machado, but like they didn't give long. up anything for that. 
Yeah, what was that? J.D. Martinez giving up for? Or was oh, he a free agent? Martinez, guy who's a DA, yeah, stop. But, but you're also looking at the fact that J.D. Martinez went to the Arizona Diamondbacks who don't want to pay anybody ever. Right. Yeah, it, and not to mention, that's a corner. But neither do the White Sox. He's got to hit at a, at a at an ungodly rate to be, a, be relevant. Right. I mean, that is something to keep in mind is that I think a lot of times we think about Mookie's offense and then we forget we, he's also a three-time gold glove winner. Uh, so... He, Best right fielder in the AL, mm. defensively. Yeah, and behind Nick Castellanos. Ah! <laughs> NL. <laughs> yeah, he's in the NL now. Even though he's coming back to the AL, right? He's going to be in a White Sox uniform next year. Tommy, I just want to know. You just give up this stuff, right? Tommy, you keep you keep saying who's going to give up? Blah blah blah. Whatever. I have a team in mind who will pony up whatever they want for Mookie. It's back. called the New York and Yankees. <laughs> And no, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Also, they oh, do not though. care. They want they to really win. Care. Like, don't get me wrong. I could be wrong. You might need not not need to give up Robert, Magical, and Kopech. Like, yes, that's definitely a lot. At least two of the three. No, no, I, Ryan, but, I'm going to go on record right now and like say that. you are wrong okay. for that, but keep going. It's two of those three. It, yeah, like, it could very well be two of the three. Forget One it. year. Like, One it, year, guys. You're way overselling this guy. One year of guaranteed. I don't think the Red Sox are looking to trade him, to be honest with you. So I think all of this conversation is pointless. They are. They are looking to trade him, I think they're keeping him. There are rumors I think the only guy that might go is JD um, because he might want to splash in the market. Like you you guys said. No, like Ryan already said. They're an 84-win team. Yeah. It's an off year. It happens. They were World Series champions last year. They don't need to blow shit up. Okay? Like, but same Boston. with the Cubs. But it's like, Boston. These are teams that don't need question, to blow shit up. I was preface that you're 100% re-signing him if you trade that. So I just want that to be out there. I didn't, I'm not asking unknowns, but if you could, if they did a signing trade or something like that, that doesn't really happen in baseball, but you get the point. Right. If right. you know you were going to re-sign him, if you're not gonna, if you don't know, then you take a little, it's obviously not that big a risk. You don't you don't trade your three three of your top prospects. You trade one and a couple lower ones. Right. Yep. Right. For sure. And like that again. That that's why maybe this conversation is pointless because you don't know. But I think you do need to think about realistically. Like that guy, that's a guy that could really jumpstart you next year. Holy shit, he could jumpstart Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And he's now the best player in your division, and that that goes a long way. Like that really does. Especially a guy that plays every day and does it on both both ends of the field. Mm-hmm. Defensively and offensively, it's not even God, best player. It's not even best player in the division at that point. It's the second best player in the AL. Yeah. So behind Yolmer Sanchez, yeah, it's like it's Definitely. pretty tight. Definitely. Oh yeah, Yolmer, Yolmer for MVP. <laughs> hey, hashtag Yolmer for Gold Glove though, for real. All right, yeah, he's a good second baseman. Move my playoffs. We're gonna be on here all freaking night. Oh Jesus Christ! This NL game, <laughs> NL wild card game. Anyway, so let's um. Let's talk about this NL series breakdown, especially but, since what what Tommy? before we move on, Ryan. <laughs> I just really quickly, and this is this is not actually anymore. this is our problem. We don't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got me. Oh, you got me on that. We talked about that earlier. Tommy wants to know why we don't visit in Chicago. Oh, I have a big often. boy job now, Tommy. Come on, man. Quit and we move all, to Chicago. Serve at Lou Malnati's. I'll get you a job tomorrow. Anyway, moving on. So okay. <laughs> hey, he said okay. We're in. Um, no, I think that was Adam. <laughs> no, it was me, definitely. Hey, let's do it. But here's the deal. I just I want to hear a Cubs fan's perspective. 
Well, anytime you want to hear Cubs fan perspective, hit me up. I like to think I'm a little more level-headed than others. People probably Gee. shaking their head like you're a fucking idiot after saying that, but I really like to think <laughs> I'm a little more level-headed. Well, that's when Tommy tries to consider he's logical. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm very <laughs> level-headed. Okay, so why do you think – I'm just going to say it. Why do you think it happened this season? At the why, what, is, what is it that happened to the Cubs in the Dude, last – Dude, like – Yeah. Okay, so – Kimbrell sucks. I have a problem right now because I'm in the – I really think that we are better than our record, and I think that's – I'm going to go back to run differential. Hate it, love it, say whatever you want, but our run differential was plus 97 this year, okay? The Cardinals were plus 102. We were five runs behind them. Uh, the Met, the Brewers were plus three. We were way better than them. We were closer to the Cardinals and the Indians than we were, like, the Red Sox and, and anybody else. So mm-hmm. I think it's just a lot of, like – we lost close games. Kimbrell, we rushed back. We never really had that true closer. That definitely, I mean, bullpen plays a part in close games. We all can agree on that. That's like, that's common sense. So I think it was the, the bullpen at times was shaky. Um, we blew a lot of save opportunities. I know I don't really like the blown save stat. Our bullpen area was okay. But, yeah, we had a lot of blown saves. Um, I, I don't know. Like, bullpen area as a whole, like I'm saying, is up this year. It's up a half run from about 4.09 to like 4.5. I think that's a tribute to the home run. I think we can all really agree on that. Home runs a lot. How many we've broken records for home runs this year? Well, when you come in as a reliever, what do you not want to give up? Home runs. The long ball. You don't want to walk people. You don't want to give up the long ball. And with the long ball being such a big part of the game right now, with a uh, juice ball, if you want to say that, I'm going to say that. Oh, it is juice. I think, I think bullpens as really struggle. And I think the Cubs just, they blew too many leads late in. I don't love um, the other other thing, really, real too. I can't find it online, but I, our freaking leadoff spot was atrocious was atrocious chris bryant was hitting two didn't have a lot of rbis because he just for god's sakes our leadoff spot leadoff averages were so bad mm. I, I, albert elmora I, I wish i could find the numbers but everybody who moved to the leadoff spot just just went to crap just just went to shit like, what about just, dexter they, fowler they oh wait yeah i mean yeah it's more than losing Fowler though like Hayward did, Hayward got 360 OBP on the year. Then you move him to leadoff. It's all of a sudden all the way down to 330. It, it, hmm. Nothing hmm. clicked up there in the leadoff spot. So that kind of sucked. So lead, I'd say leadoff spot, leadoff production, and bullpen. And losing a lot of close games. Damn. So Damn. take that for what you want. But that, that's that's my raw, uncut, that's my raw, uncut uh, opinion. I like it. But nine games in a row, can you, like, put a parameter? Oh, Jesus Christ. I, no, I, I won't dig any further than that. But, like, do you think it, it really is just bullpen and for, and uh, leadoff guy production? And in, in those, like, it, does it boil down to that for the nine games? Do they need to blow games? it up, too, and do a rebuild? No, 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 no. Um, I'm just wondering. So here's the thing. I, I had this a little, I like to call it epiphany. I'm not that smart. But I'm going to call it an epiphany, even though I'm, again, really he not that smart. He had an epiphany, Steve. Um, and what, okay, so nowadays, one. where where do you want to hit the ball in the air or on the ground? In the yeah. air. Okay, so where does your defense actually matter a little more than it did five years ago? In the outfield. Okay, now who's your outfield defense for the Cubs? Name the name the three outfielders we had: Castellanos, Almora, and Hayward. Schwarb. Schwarz. Oh, uh, oh, Schwarber, Schwarber Hayward right. in center, Schwarber, and, um, and Castellanos in right. Our outfield defense was not good. So. With our pitching staff not striking a lot of people out, being older, being, as I like to call them, quote-unquote, dick ballers, not throwing hard, <laughs> not striking guys out. Our defense got worse from 2016. Our, we had, a, I mean, obviously we know the problems. We had a shortstop with Russell, so Baez is not moving there. 
second base defense isn't as good. Uh, Rizzo's a plus. Bryant's a plus. Schwarber's a average to below average. Hayward in center, below average. Castellanos in right, below average. And you're taking, like, Almora away from center, who's a plus. Hayward Whoa. away from right, who's a plus. Whoa, so timeout. I feel defense played a big difference, and I, I don't know if that's being talked about enough. This could be me just blowing smoke. Right. But it's kind of something I'm thinking about. Am I hearing this correctly? You're emphasizing the importance of defense. Um, In close games, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that subbed it fair. in. But that's fair. I, I'm surprised I, because I literally – but see, think about that outfield defense, how bad that is. Oh, That's absolutely. It's so bad. It's, it's rough. It's extremely rough. I just rough. want average. I just want average. I'd I mean, rather have plus bats with average defense than below average offense with plus Once bats. Luis Robert is starting daily, I'll tell you who's going to be on the training block is Adam Engel. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm over Ooh. defensive replacement center fielders. <gasps> see Al Almora. Truth. <laughs> I love Almora. Great guy from all I've heard. Great, great guy. But for God's sake, he just. Did not have it this year. Right. Fair. I don't think he's a great bat. I, but again, love him. Seems like an awesome guy. I don't want to talk bad about him True. because I've heard a lot of good things. But he seems like a solid guy. But okay. yeah, it sucks. So I won't pound you any further about the Cubs, hey, especially you know since like we're I a said, White Sox podcast. You ever want podcast. to talk Cubs or even try to? I, if you want someone to talk sense into you, hit me up. You know, you know how to find whoa, whoa, whoa! Talk sense into me. Hold on, hold on. Hey, that's true though. Let's be real. <laughs> I try to, but he really doesn't want to listen to me. I, I, I might need another <laughs> intervention person here. I don't need these stats. I can just use my my brain and try to. <laughs> <laughs> true. I prefer, I prefer stats though. Backs up your. Uh, that illogical is, or logical opinion. That sometimes. is that is true, but hey, when because the Sox win the twenty twenty and twenty twenty one World Series, quick thing: the best outfield defenses, matter. best outfield defenses in the league were the Dodgers and the Astros. I do just want to preface that my mm. defensive run saves: Dodgers one, Astros two. Wow. Uh, Diamondbacks, Phillies, Brewers, Yankees, Nationals, A's, Giants, Indians. Wow. Twins. Uh, that's seven of eleven are playoff teams, correct? That's yeah. by DRS. So Basically, that's my that was me kind of thinking out loud. All of your top outfield defenses, the top fifteen are all in the postseason. Yeah. So Cardinals at fifteen, Braves at thirteen, Rays at twelve, Twins at eleven, A's at eight, Nationals at seven, Yankees six, Brewers five, Astros two, Dodgers one. So that was again, this is this could totally be nothing. Me just kind of getting lucky, but I, I thought about this the other day, and I'm like, I really think it might have some something behind it because we're trying to hit the ball in the air now. Well, you're gonna need guys to catch it out there, cover some ground. So, so what you're saying is Adam Engel's stock just went up and Daniel Polka's hey, honestly, stock went I've been even a, further I, down. I would I always said I'd like Adam Engel off the bench. I mean I wanted Billy Hamilton at the end of the year to come off the bench. He is very fast. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome speed. Teach, you cannot teach speed. He's awesome of it to be honest with you. When I was watching him play down in Atlanta, but Speaking of Atlanta, let's move on to this let's NL playoff. Sorry, guys. Because so Adam was talking to us earlier before yep. he walked in, before he came in, and we were talk. He was saying that basically, if he's a betting man, the Dodgers are basically a surefire NL. The last four years for proof of that. Last three years. You know, you, see it. Are you buying into that too? Yeah, I, I don't think there's really any reason to get cute about it. I mean. If you want to say you have a hunch, you got a feeling, you got something in your gut that tells you otherwise, sure. But there's nothing really logical that you can grasp onto that's like, this team has got this shot because of this matchup. I really don't see it. I think everything points to the Dodgers, and there's just really no reason to argue with that. I mean, you could say you look at the Nationals' rotation, that one through three is deadly, but Lord knows that, I mean, 
this is not looking too good for them in a one-game playoff right now. And you like their chances in a one-game playoff more than any other team. So you can't really point to math. You can't really point to numbers. It's playoff baseball. We all know that. Absolutely. So, As but we're nothing, watching, nothing uh, goes against the Dodgers. Rotation-wise, lineup-wise, they have the best player in the NL right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Bellinger – well, Yelich, Ooh. but he's hurt. No, no, Yelich no, 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 no. Bellinger no. over Rendon? Yes. I'm taking – I'm going to take Bellinger. I, I know – I think Rendon had a better second half. I'd have to check the numbers. I think Rendon had a better second half. But I think Bellinger, all in all, just is, is the best player. He's in the best lineup in the best situation. I, I really do like him. Um, Dodgers just as a whole, they got it. They got it everywhere. Speaking, so, speaking of the uh, Nationals, though, yeah. right now we're watching. I'm sure you are, too. We've got watching, yep. Rendon up against the plate against Hayter. So we'll Hater's looking a tad wild. Rio, he's probably going to walk him, honestly. But. Honestly, I would not blame him. No, oh, no, definitely. But you got Juan Soto on deck. I don't know if you like that lefty-lefty, but Juan Soto, man, that's a 20-year-old stud right there. Yeah, absolutely, he is. So that's ball. Oh, they yeah, you're right. They're going to they're gonna they're walk, gonna walk him. They're going to walk him. Was that ball four yeah. or was that a strike? That was ball three. Oh, ball oh bro, three. I'm way so ahead of behind. you. Yeah, yeah you we have it. Fair, Fair enough. Don't so. spoil it, okay? But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think there's – if you want I mean, we can obviously break down matchup by matchup. I'll tell you who I like. But I, I just really think there's no reason to – to kind of sh- shy away from the Dodgers. I so, really don't. So you think the Nationals, if they advance, which is looking slim, uh, slimmer at the moment, yeah. would be the team to give the Dodgers a run for their money? Um, They're I'm the best team, too. I'm going to say no. I, 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 oh, goodness. Where's, where's this bracket at? Let me look at the bracket. I mean, Who, uh, no faith in the Braves' offense and kind of shaky no, I, pitching. I really like or... the Braves. I, I, I actually do have some faith in the Braves' offense. I think – Acuna is the most exciting player. I, I obviously again, that's just a feeling; doesn't really matter. But he's up there with Bellinger. Uh, he, I mean, with that, what do you have? A, almost a forty thirty season. Yep. Forty home, thirty steals, something like that. He, he, so he you look at a guy like that; that that changes. He can change a game, man. He can change a game in a heartbeat. Even with the, even with a walk, could be a triple. Walk could be a double. So Acuna at the top of the lineup. He got. Oh God, I want to see if I can find it. He got seven hundred fifteen plate appearances in one hundred fifty six games. So yeah. 41 homers, 37 steals. He could change a game. Long ball, steal, that could really change the game. Freddie Freeman, he's one of the best all-around hitters in, in the NL. Yep. I, I don't think they really shy away from that. So he killed the I, White I do Sox. like the Braves. The Braves offense scares. And, and Mike Soroka, he was good this year. He balled out. For sure. I so, mean, but outside of Soroka, right, it's 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 shit. I mean, to it, best I, I, describe me, it. I, guys, honestly, the, the Cubs sucked the freaking life out of me this last month or so. And I ha- I really have fallen away from as much knowing about as much of these numbers as I did two I or mean, three months it, ago. It's like, but yeah, Soroka's a stud. Free's got a nasty curveball, lefty. He might get the, the Dodgers have struggled with lefties in the past. Mm-hmm. You want to cling to that? Ooh, Heichel, a, you want to cling to a guy another that's lefty they might have struck, they struggled with in the past. See? There's Look. something to cling to. Think about that lefty matchup. You're talking so. Keuchel coming away with a quick win. Freed with the lefty matchups. I don't know about Keiko coming up. You're talking with a quick Soroka win. being. Hold on, hold on. I'm just saying. I, I like Bolte as that two inning guy, kind of like that Urias for the Dodgers, like almost playing that hater role in the in the playoffs. I like Bolte as that guy. He can he can amp it up a little bit out of the pen, strike out a little more. I, I do like him. I, I think that's what that, that's what we see now in the playoffs. I think that's another reason the Dodgers are so scary. Like you said, you don't you think that all those starters are a weakness. Well, think about it this way. You, you, you tell him you only got to pitch two, three innings. I think you get more out of him. I think you're seeing more life on that fastball. You're seeing more break on that curveball. I, I think that's something that you, you got to think about. Mm-hmm. 
and they can play matchups better. I mean, Urias is a lefty. You, you want to play that matchup. Uh, Ryu's a lefty. Kershaw lefty. Then you got Bueller, Maeda. You want Maeda matchup. Stripling a matchup. So they really can they can hit you from all, from all angles. They're just so stacked. It's insane. So we were asking Oh, Adam my was. God. Base hit. Oh, oh my God. you're ahead of us. You're ahead of us. You're ahead of us, but we'll have to watch it in a minute. Just wait. So we definitely will. Now, let me let me ask you this, though. Hold on until after the hit. I okay, see so pause. We have to watch this. I love this. Juan Soto. I'm getting his name. He's so good. You will not. You're damn right I won't. <laughs> <laughs> not unless he becomes a cub. True. Well, now it's looking like the Nationals are going to move on. There it so... is. Lift it up. Yeah. Oh, oh damn. wow. Let it get past him, too. What were you saying Out about outfield defense? Outfield defense. Outfield Woo. defense. Unbelievable. Hayward hands the guy at home there. Outfield defense, baby. Let's get it. I wow. love how he did not care at all that he got tagged out after he got a double. Base is clearing. I wouldn't either. That run scored? Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, holy shit. People are throwing their beers and water up in the air or whatever that <laughs> That's is. That's like That's a $12 insane. beer they're just throwing up. You know, Steve Dude. wouldn't be doing that. He'd be chugging it. I would be chugging it and then chucking the cup. So, all well, that being he, said. He once got a, I threw a, a piece of pizza away in middle school and he once took it out the trash because it had like, bruh. it was only half eaten. So, bruh. yeah, Steve saved <laughs> this shit. You already know, depression era Everyone child. Don't worry about Steve, Tommy. Hit me up. I got them all, and I'll make them podcast. So we will, <laughs> we will actually end this uh, after after I ask you this last question. I think we need to end right, on right. Adam telling his favorite drunk Steve story. Oh please. Um, which has to be probably your favorite too, because you were there as well. Um, are you thinking? Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. 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 So let's let's talk about this. This will be our last question. Adam said. If it's the Astros or the Yankees, they're probably going to face up against the Dodgers and win. You yeah, um, you agree with that statement? You go up against that? Do you think that there's another AL? Because the, it's been AL dominant, I feel like, over the past five definitely. years. Definitely. Right? Um, I just want to preface with this. The Marcus Simeon-led athletics and his 7.6 war that the White Sox <laughs> traded for Todd Frazier. It's not, you fucking talk about it. Screw off, bro. Fuck. Don't want to fucking talk about that right now. No, the A's don't scare me. I just want to throw that in. Sorry. Side, sidebar. Um, but no, seriously, Astros, Yankees, again, there's just no reason to shy away. The the, the Yankees offense is freaking amazing, and the Astros, everything is amazing. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and discredit the Yankees starters. They're great. They just got their best starter back. Mm. Don't know what we're going to get with them. Right. Uh, again, Adam's more to tell you how Seve looks than I, I am, but – I. They're, they're scary. I mean, both teams are scary. Those, Especially, look at the parks they're going to play in. Like, it doesn't matter you got Granky, Verlander, and Cole. Aaron Judge, Stanton, anybody touches the ball, it's, it's, it's a home run. It's a home run at either stadium. So, I do expect those to be kind of high scoring. Again, that's why I don't like making predictions because it always comes back. But, think. I mean, think about that. Anybody touches the ball and that's in those games, they're going to be out. Look at left field. Look at right field. Yeah. So I think there'll be high-scoring games, and I think the high-scoring games could play the Yankees' favor. I really do. For sure. I like Bregman. Bregman's a stud. He might be oh he's probably the best God. player in the whole in the whole series. But mm. I think the the power the power will play to the Yankees, and I think that could be scary. So wh let me ask you, who's your favorite to win it all? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Astros because their staff strikes out so many people, and Garrett Cole 
was just on an unre- almost 14 per nine this year. This mm. year, are you kidding me? Stupid. 14 per nine? Absolutely like, ridiculous. That is stupid. That is dumb. Like it's just stupid. And so you add that with I know I know Tommy loves his veterans. So you add that with a Verlander and a Granky. Oh, come veterans. on, Tommy, you gotta be. You gotta be having yourself a time over there, right? Check those hands, Steve. You might. I bet he's having himself a time. So <laughs> I really, really like that. Show. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, I, uh, uh, Loki, I got Astros. Um, but here's the deal. ALCS MVP, go. The Astros win? Um, If Garrett Cole pitches three games, Garrett Cole, if not, just um, Alex, I'm just going to go Alex Bregman. I'm not going to overthink this. And, like, You could probably think of something like Michael Brantley or something like that. But Bregman or, Bregman or Cole. Fair. Totally fair. I like the Brantley pick, but yeah, let's, yeah, Brent, let's roll there, on. There's your contact lefty that I'm sure you're in love with and his high batting average. Jesus Christ. Well, hey, well, hey at the same time, that high batting average would have looked real nice in a White Sox uniform this year. Definitely. Well, no, you guys you guys got the, that batting average thing covered. All right. It's <laughs> batting average is the best TA7, batting average champ. Hey, and uh, well, what is it? Uh, Freaking... Yuan landed in the three spot on it, right behind DJ oh, yeah, Mayhew. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and that's no, what we're gonna talk about. You guys is, you guys is team high three thirty. You guys is league high three thirty Babbitt that in Moncada somehow managed over four hundred Babbitt. That yeah. Is Fuck. Uh, know, I'm sorry. Ridiculous. He's well, hitting the, the ball very hard. I was gonna say. He does. Uh, you know so what, I love him. Yeah. And I, I think, but like, oh my, you, your guys' Babbitt was through the roof. Which mm-hmm. he hits the ball hard. He hits the ball on the line. I think he's always gonna have a high Babbitt. Definitely. Right. Definitely right. don't see like a whole lot of regression, but I think you're going to see the batting average come down from 315 next year. I think we can all agree on that. For, like, I agree, Moncada. especially since he got hot at the end. I think you see that OBP climb a little bit. I but, think you even see that that slugging percentage climb. I 100 percent agree I think with he's you. He's a little different hitter. I 100 percent agree with you. And I, I most of the up until that last three weeks, four weeks, he was batting around 290 something. And I think you're going to see him so. like like you said, yeah. 280, 380. And then like 550, 600. I, I think that's Moncada right that there, and that is me. a damn good hitter. It I, really he was. I mean, he was worth six wins to shoot. That's a damn good hitter. I, Even you take away that bad. So I'm not taking anything away from either of them. I'm really not. I think you forget how bad the defense in the AL Central infields are. Tommy, you're making sense right now, and I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> that's a very good point. I just it don't is. see that Babbitt really dipping too much uh i'm just saying the problem is like 403 is so unsustainable that i'm literally sitting here telling i cannot i don't know how he did that for 130 games right like i i will tell you right now i will give you league highs for like 2018 let's go 2018 league high it was 375 all right that's jd martinez christian yellich mookie uh, mookie bet let's go 2017 like that's on 400 is unheard of so i think 360 is playable like right. 360 is definitely play. Avi Garcia with 390 Babbitt. What's in the air over there? We the we walked up on the Avi thing, but we we'll could have kept him. We could have kept him. And no, I don't, yeah, I I don't think, think that all think, White um, Sox fans agree there. 370 Babbitt. I hits the ball hard and on a line. I really like Moncada. Anderson, I think I'd be a little worried about um, some regression next year, though. I really, I really would be a little worried mm-hmm. about that. No, for sure. That's no. me trying to be a realist. You're wrong. Let's You're move wrong. on. Okay, so. Oh, um, our last thing. What was our last thing again? Um, Astros over Dodgers, since that's what I came here for. Ooh, wow. That's, but that is that's really that's all a hot take. Me. Said no one ever. Astros over Dodgers. You could have said that at the beginning of the year, and nobody would have been surprised. Whatever. I know, I know, I know. 
All right, but drunk, drunk Steve-O fan, wait. I've had a little drinks. I've had two drinks, so I'm kind of gone. Yeah, the okay. vodka's wait, getting Wait, get Adam's World Series picks? Yeah. Oh, hit it, hit it, of, hit it. But go for it. Uh, it's going to be Astros over Dodgers. <laughs> you guys suck. Exactly. You guys suck. Say, exactly. say this. But hey, yo, let's watch out for Washington here. He believes in New York. All right. And we also have a hidden weapon on our side. My brand newborn niece, as of two weeks ago, there you go. is uh -oh. Blake Elizabeth uh -oh. Westendorf. She's going to be the Yankees' uh, front runner. So okay. watch out for New York. <laughs> Ready for this? Ready for this? Braves over Bay Rays. Did he just what did you say? You said Braves over Bay Rays. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I mean, you want no one to watch the World Series? Are you trying to let baseball die? <laughs> hey, Seriously. I, I, that's all I got to say. Okay, but tell me a Steve-O story that I haven't heard already, and it must require he did, alcohol, baby, please. Get the fuck out of here. Hell yeah. Nationals win. 4-3. There you go. That's wild. <laughs> Um, okay, so drunk Steve story. Uh, back when Steve was, I, if I'm not mistaken, Steve, you were still in high school oh, or wait, just no, out? Oh, no, 21. Oh, yeah, 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 you were I was, air quotes 21. No, no, I was not 21. I like the air quotes 21. It's not 21. Air quotes 21. I got um, He was at a party when he was working at the, Forest the Hills country, country Club, Club, right, Steve? Yep, you got it. You were working at the, the concession stand at the country club. He went to a party with some of his coworkers, and, of course, without him. a doubt, Ryan and I get the call at wonderful 2.30 in the morning Dear to God. come pick him up. So we go get him, and, <laughs> of course, when we get there, we can't get a hold of him. And I then, walked up to the door with, like, a whole house full of people. I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. We're in the middle of... Like freaking Hick, Illinois. There's trees everywhere. I'm I'm kind of scared. Honestly. Yeah, we were in a very, <laughs> very secluded area. Um, and of course, Ryan has to then go to the door and ask, "Hey, where's Steve?" And then finally, a girl has him around her shoulders and says, "Here, you can walk him to the car." <laughs> As I'm walking to the car, I'm I'm holding him. He's like. I love you so much. Thanks for coming and pick me up. I'm like, of course, buddy. I got you. And I looked him in the face. I said, Steven, did you piss yourself? <laughs> sure enough. Yep. Everywhere. Steve has, Steve has already pissed himself. And we have to then drive 25 minutes to get him back to Ryan's house. Because we can't take him home. Because obviously his dad will kill him. Um, oh, dude, yeah. So... We get him laid down in a ran for some reason Ryan had a random mattress in his room that Your we finally mattress. just laid down. Slept on. Yeah, fine. probably, let's be honest <laughs> here. Um we finally lay Steve down and then of course again he pisses himself in the bed. I don't think I pissed myself the first time you mentioned it, but I definitely did that second time. Wow. I don't know. I just know you pissed yourself, um, okay, and I was not happy. You know, so <laughs> obviously Steve is just pissing himself all over the place. But I think the funniest part of the story is he wakes himself up at 6 a.m. to run yep. back to the house to get his car and go home. Yep. He ran himself from what Ryan's house what? to where the party was. And, and, of course, we get the typical Steve answer. 
Oh, it was only six and a half miles away. Who cares? <laughs> I'm a cross-country runner. I'm great. It was only six and a half <laughs> miles so away. Short. I remember one time Steve was running home from my house. He goes, bro, my dad just passed me on the road, and he is pissed. <laughs> Stuff like that would happen all the time. All the time. I love this kid so much. Yeah, we got these stories for days. And he, oh, God, he's, he's a funny his, guy. His, um, his alleged DWI story is great. Well, we're not going to share that one today. But, Steve, I appreciate having us on, all right, my guy? Hopefully we didn't take too much time. No, then, not according to Tommy and I. Sam's hey. over here overlooking us, yeah. getting pissed as shit, but we that's got, fine. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> We got fact-checked, breathing it on our necks like you've been going too long, but we loved every second of this. This was good fun. Yeah, Absolutely. just cut my parts out where I we, talk. You're good. We can we can <laughs> do a off-season podcast where I can tell you why the White Sox don't sign any big-name free agents. Okay, hey, jag off. I, we'd love to talk about that. I can tell you exactly why, but that's that's fine, too. I'd love to hear your opinions, too. Anyway, Ryan. Garrick, New York. Oh, oh just because you're right doesn't mean I like it, all right? <laughs> oh, Put it in stone, brother. Tom, rebuild or bust? In hot we trust, baby. Have a good one, everybody. Mm-hmm.